0: You're listening. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening. to Tap In Thursday on Demon FM. Hello and welcome to Tap In Thursday on Demon FM. Um, we're in the LCB Depot today with our guests Rosie Sings and Alex Hilton. How you do
1: doing?
2: Good, thank you. Hello. Yeah, very well. Thank you for having us. Yeah. yeah.
1: I said like we come as a pair. I met Rosie about 15 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> Thanks for inviting us down yeah, here. Yeah, you did. I
2: feel like we're a pair already. Yeah.
0: It's great to have you guys on the show. So uh, today, the rundown is literally Leicester Comedy Festival. What we're going to be doing today is basically going through Alex's and Rosie's um, history, their um, history in comedy, what they're going to be doing tonight, what you can expect from their shows. Basically, just an extended
3: interview with good vibes and good music. Um, one water cooler that we do have today for you out there is: what's your best joke? So tweet us in at DemonFM so Your favourite joke, it could be anything It could be something you've watched on YouTube Literally 30 seconds ago before this Or something that you've penned up and noted down in your notes So tweet us in at FM With your, your, your best joke Do you have a best joke Harry? Uh, no <laughs> No <laughs> we the I, um, there. <laughs> I, Yeah, uh, Most people laugh at me Instead of at laugh with me So yeah. that's the sort of jokes that I go for Fair enough yeah.
4: Yeah, I know. Head over to uh, Thursday underscore tapping on Instagram to respond to our story. What is your best joke? And uh, yeah, we'll read them out as the show goes on.
0: Because we are live from the LCB depot, you can make your way down and see us live. So if you're in Leicester and you're free, come down. We'd love to see you. Um, What we've got is... uh, ooh. Sometime, halfway through the show, we will be having an interview with uh, The Witness Dance. Um, so look forward to that. Uh, that will be very interesting for us to find out more about what they do. The time is currently eight minutes past one. I keep having to look at my phone. I missed the big clock in the studio, <laughs> innit? It's weird. Um, so what we want to have a discussion about is your early careers. So obviously you guys are... Comedians doing well in your careers, but we want to sort of get to know the real you what you did before we did growing up. So, Rosie, I found out you're a circus girl from Milton Keynes is that right
2: yes from the famous Milton Keynes that we all love so dearly that's got all the vibes <laughs> happening um, yeah so my dad is a circus clown mm. um, legitimately not in the way that we all like to usually just like our dad's off. my dad is that by profession I guess I can call it that um, so I grew up uh, lived in a regular house but then um, during all the school holidays I would tour with the circus and get roped into different <laughs> tasks and jobs as you do
4: that's it kind of tasks and jobs?
2: Um, mainly like magician's assistant. Okay, so yeah. like
4: pulling the rabbit out the hat?
2: No, no rabbits out of the hat, like get in the <laughs> box, we're gonna saw your head off.
0: Oh, like mad. Yeah. Did that ever like scare you at all, being like an
2: assistant? Yeah, my therapist tells me it's why I have a fear of balloons and <laughs> why I'm claustrophobic. That's, that's what they say. What, deeply rooted what? in the core of the onion.
3: <laughs> so, what made you feel like fall in love with the stage? Then? Was it was it hey, circus life?
2: It's still kind of like that's all I can do. Like I'm not good mm. at maths, uh, I can't spell, so uh, I had to kind of just act like a fool, and hopefully someone will pay me for it. It's kind of the. <laughs> Where are we going? Yeah, so my dad did pantomime mm. um, in these beautiful massive theatres, and I wanted to be a princess, um, so now I am one.
5: Uh, <laughs> self-proclaimed,
2: obviously. Uh, I went into musical theatre, and then um, I just really enjoyed doing my own material, I guess, and that's how I slipped back into this vibe.
3: You toured internationally as an actress as well, didn't you? Yeah,
2: yeah so, um, and with the circus life, just in general, festival vibe, because they're just all over the world. Um, I love travel. Travel will always be part of my life, so I do cruise ships as well, just like, whatever I'm willing to get paid for, really.
0: So, so obviously, see. You started this at a young age, so there was a lot, there's been a lot of traveling in your lifetime. Am I yeah, so
2: much traveling. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I wish, I love traveling, but like, I rarely get to go. Like the future aspect of my life, I just want to go traveling as much as I can, especially around Europe. Like, mm-hmm. I love the idea of it. And if I could do it for work, like you did, that'd be oh, so yeah. convenient.
2: Yeah, no, it, it is really good if, if you can do it. I mean, there's, some, there's, there's a spectrum Like mm. at four o'clock in the morning when it's snowing and you've got to go and fix the tent. It's not fun. That's a good point. But you know, (laughs) there's an audience coming expecting a show, so you've got to like, get involved and do it. I never did that, obviously, because I'm a princess, but I watched other people do it, and that was, yeah, cute for them.
1: And
4: Alex, can you tell us how you got into comedy?
2: Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, I I can. Thank you. Uh, That's what I'm here for. I've just realized I'm sat with my back to you as well. I'll open up a little bit. I sort of forgot you were there, you caught me off guard. <laughs> Questions from the side. Um, I, 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 10 years ago, 10 years ago this year, I've been doing uh, comedy for uh, all of my adult life. Mm. Don't know anything else really, which is uh, a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Started when I was uh, just before my 18th birthday. Uh, I was a huge comedy nerd. I used to like, love going to watch like, live comedy and go to comedy clubs. So I used yeah. to spend like, all my time on it when I was a teenager uh, watching stuff. And then I kind of felt like I would like to like, have a go. I'd like to do it one day. Uh, so i did i did uh, an open mic night when I was very very young uh, my first proper gig was in the main room of a Slug and Lettuce uh, which went as well as you could possibly imagine this like uh, mad weirdo wanted to run comedy he did not work for Slug and Lettuce he just sort of told them this was going to be happening oh, if you've ever been to uh, a Slug and Lettuce if you've not Slug and Lettuce is like a Wetherspoons but everything's a fiver more expensive than a Wetherspoons spoons. <laughs> yes. oh, people in slightly nicer clothing uh, so the venue didn't know that a comedy night was going to be happening they just knew that this guy had booked like four tables in the main room. There was about twelve acts on, all people who like wanted to do comedy that had seen an advert for like open mic comedy. Okay. And we were between uh, the toilet and the like kitchen door. So every 30 <laughs> seconds while the show was happening, just like some chicken goujons walked like, <laughs> across the stage, or like a hen party going to be sick. It was like the worst, most weird environment. Uh, but I it, I kind of enjoyed it, and I was like, I'm going to do this loads more. When you start out didn't stand up. You don't really get paid for like two or three years. Um, you kind of have to just do open mics and five minute spots and ten minute yeah, spots until yeah. you kind of learn how to do it. Uh, and I went to university in Leicester, which was like part of what I went to university to do was I, w- I knew I wanted to do comedy for a job. So I moved to this city like nine and a half years ago. I thought, oh, there's a great big massive comedy festival. I bet the mm. comedy scene's really good. And at the time, um, there was no comedy in the city now like outside of the festival there is now loads of clubs but at the time it was like just the festival there's a huge thing and there's no other gigs so I spent most of my time at university travelling to other cities right. oh man uh, yeah like doing comedy so I in Freshers Week I had four gigs and everyone was like hey we're all like 18 and we're like free. We're all going to go to this nightclub and then we're going to go to his phone party and then we're all going to get off with each other. And he's like, "I'm going to get the train to Sheffield in <laughs> <laughs> five minutes.
3: Could to hit the, yeah, yeah, the <laughs> grind early." I wonder uh, where they all they they are now though. So exactly. Look at yeah. that. Yeah. Well, one of the Successful people that I lived percent. with was a guy
1: called DJ Lytek. uh That wasn't his name. His real name was Vlad. uh <laughs> but he used to like as. He's a nice guy, don't get me wrong, but he used to do a, a lot of um, illegal substances and sit on our front door. And every day I would walk past with my. I used to carry a little bag of stuff with me to every <laughs> show at the time. And I'd walk past and be like, where are you? And he'd be like, oh, I'm going to like, Doncaster to go and do a gig. And he'd be like, all right, well, enjoy Doncaster, mate. And I used to think, well, your music is never. If you don't graft or grind, your music is never there, nowhere, DJ Litech. <laughs> and then one day I left and he was with a suitcase uh, and he was like, I'm, I'm, I'm also going. I was like, oh, well, you've got a show and he went yeah I'm number three in Turkey so I'm going to Istanbul to play a nightclub out there and I'm getting paid nice. like, loads of money wow. <laughs> and I was just like
2: yeah he is yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, you, didn't, you didn't do your shows in Doncaster DJ Litec. why are you going to have this really easy cool thing to happen
2: <laughs> um. the world just isn't fair is it no that's yeah. always
0: the case grind but then someone else who just gets off a whim gets it easy but yeah. That is
1: comedy for you. It's a I hard mean, grind, isn't it? I don't want to start a beef with DJ Litech because, uh, <laughs> but to answer your question, he's doing loads better than I am. So, uh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure he works very hard. There's a lot of you know groupies to make love to, and that is not as easy as it looks from what I'm told.
3: <laughs> to be fair,
0: uni is meant just to enjoy your life. At least the first year, isn't it?
3: The first year doesn't count as a year, to be honest. It's just, it's just no. do what you want. It's just a simulation. First
0: yeah. right. It's just a simulation. DJ Litec enjoyed himself. That's all you can do.
3: Yeah. Um, I've also
0: found out you um, were a landlord. Was it for a pub?
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. you know, no, I was a landlord. I'm a land baron. No, yeah, I, yeah. I've got all these serfs like, No, I'm not a landlord. I live. It, I, I rent. Uh, but I did. I did run a pub for quite a long time. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Which was loads of fun. I ran a pub in town called the Salmonit, uh, which is your granddad's favourite pub. It's an old school, yeah. real ale boozer, dartboards. Mm. questionable views using the regulars. It's a great pub. That's sick. it.
4: Yeah. How does that compare to being a comedian? Because every time I hear someone speaking about being a pub landlord, yeah. it sort of consumes their whole life, like it's it's a very stressful role.
1: Yeah, it, it's just, um, relentless, absolutely yeah. relentless. I mean, it's like, I took the pub on just before the pandemic. So it was a pub that didn't have a great reputation. When I went in, it was like, everything was broken. Everything was damaged. uh, And it was real stressful and really long hours. And I was in charge of all these regular customers. Each and every single one of them looked like they could beat me up at any point. (laughs) Uh, It was just like uh, endless, like endless stream of uh, panic and worry and we slowly tried, tried to like smart up a little bit and keep that kind of authentic victorian boozer about it but make it nice and then the world ended I don't know if you remember but the pandemic <laughs> happened yeah. and i just lived in this pub on my own i was like not in a relationship i lived there and i had my own mini sort of shawn of the dead <laughs> I don't remember when the pandemic happened just before St Patrick's Day so mm. uh, it was St Patrick's Day and England were playing in rugby Leicester Tigers were playing in rugby Leicester City were playing all of that week so i would got like so much beer thinking think I'm going to have like the busiest week ever and I just no. stayed in the pub for a month and drank all this booze <laughs> well, what's, what's the today? Nothing, alright time to get absolutely battered on my own in a pub <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough to be fair COVID went for me like a blink yeah, I,
0: I don't remember anything from COVID. Good Touch, for but, you. T- yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> I, that, I'm, I'm envious of that. Yeah, to be honest, I'm living it right. Um, we got some responses off Instagram. Alfie, do you want to read some out?
4: Yeah, we did get some responses to uh, "What's your favourite joke?" Um, and they're I'm not uh, ready for this, by the way. <laughs> they're strange. They're strange, but they're kind of funny. Um, did you hear about the two people who stole a calendar? They oh. got six months each. For God's sake! Awful. All from the same person as well. <laughs> Shout
3: out Flumps to 2019.
2: <laughs> Why?
3: You know who that is, by the way. That—that that is my mother. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, your yeah, mom's hilarious your mum. is No, she's
3: creepy. not. <laughs> <laughs> mum, if you listen to this, please stop. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyone else who's listening, please tweet in or get onto Instagram at Thursday In with your favourite joke.
1: If you've texted that many jokes into a radio show, you don't need a radio show. You need a slug and lettuce near yes. you. Yes, yes, yes definitely. Yes. The time is currently 18 past one.
2: Get involved on Twitter. At Demon FM.
3: Welcome back to Thursday Tapping. It is 22 past one, and we have another poll on Twitter. Unfortunately, (laughs) I have to read this out, by the way. Is Harry's mum funny? Yes or absolutely. I personally wish there was a no in there, but I'm not going to vote myself. But don't get rude pe- to she's great. <laughs> People what? on Twitter, just get voting. We'll see what happens at the end of the show. I want to
1: know why your mum's
3: username is Flubster29. <laughs> I, I don't know myself, to be honest. I don't usually ask questions like that. just sit, sit there and accept it, to be honest. But anyway, so the show's tonight for Alex Hilton. It's, he's performing Performer at the Manhattan 34. It's from 9 to 10. 10pm and the doors open at 20 to 9. Um, it's free so you pay what you want at the end um, if it's, if you like it but I'm sure people with Alex. Thank you very much well, <laughs> disclaimer. I, can't, I can't wait to go <laughs> myself to be honest but people don't have an excuse to go to that as well as Rosie Sings who's show is called My Vagina's Priceless. I actually I, I love that title to be fair. It, as
2: is yours title. Harry. Thank you. As <laughs> is yours. Thank you. I,
3: I, thank, thank you for saying that. I, that means a lot to me.
2: Anytime. It's
3: like the upstairs at the Western uh, from seven thirty to eight thirty and doors open at ten past seven. It's seven pound entry and the show is eighteen plus so, you have to make sure you're an adult to, to go.
2: Ideally, uh, yeah. Yes,
3: ideally. But yeah, so you have no excuse to go see Eva, to be no, honest, because you we can spend that half an hour between each show getting to the next. So, people go there yeah, tonight.
2: You can. Yes. Tonight. How convenient. We've
3: got a great lineup, especially with Rosie <laughs> and Alex. So, it's going to be a good one. I can't wait to go see it. And you might see us down there as well. Exactly. You can yeah. laugh at me for all my mum's jokes. So. If you don't say hi to us now, say hi to us then. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But don't forget, you can still come to the LCB depot and
1: see us. It's still loads of time. Come down. Yeah. I mean, do, you really, do you really want people to come down? Yeah. Because like, people who are listening, we're at the LCB depot, which is like a lovely art centre, cafe, uh, probably the best art centre that used to be a post oh, stop. it, it, it we're, really we're is. We're sat in the window. from what people. I'll explain to you what they can see. It looks like every stereotype of a nerd's bedroom in a film. Yeah. <laughs>
5: there's four
1: white guys with headphones there's a couple of laptops there's more cables than you can ever imagine it's a trip hazard and a fire hazard all in one we're sat in the window so at the window of the cafe there's like 12 foot windows that you can see onto the street there's all sorts of like people walking past and you can stand in the window and look in and it looks like if the zoo opened a virgin enclosure sort of at the start we're doing like the rubbish animals where they've got like the goats and pigeons and the stuff and you're like all oh, right, there's some nerds nice one I'm literally wearing
2: been, animal as well yeah, exactly
1: <laughs> this is I so true we're like I feel ruined so in the atmosphere the, the cafe's open and there were people who were sat on the nearby tables having a nice afternoon i've were just, just closed i've
0: turned around the people have just gone yeah <laughs> everyone's sitting <on> the <laughs> everyone just enjoying their evening and we're
3: just sat in the corner away from everyone <laughs> but it does have the best coffee in leicester to be oh fair my so that's another thing
0: the it's coffee is
2: phenomenal too. yeah, yeah. yeah. i've
0: got a toffee toffee latte hands down the best coffee i've ever had
2: so,
3: yeah, I need. I just have water though so I'm not a hot drinker No, so. nah, coffee's banging honestly.
4: <laughs> Yeah, but anyway back to the show so, Alex, <laughs> you want to give us a little bit of a rundown of what we can expect to see when we come to see
1: you tonight? Yeah, yeah the show's called Performer uh, I've, I've changed the title when it goes to other festivals so it's going to be called uh, I Won't Let Failure Go To My Head um, mm. it's, it's an hour it's a new show it's the very first time I've done like this show so uh, almost everything I say on stage I'll be saying for the first time so we're going to find out if it's good or not as a work in progress mm-hmm. um, I've been doing comedy for 10 10 years, uh, which is uh, is crazy because uh, I'm still at the level where I'm doing Demon FM. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I feel like if you'd dedicated 10 years of your life to anything else and you'd had the level of success that I've had, you'd have given up by now. Uh, and
2: so, I, so that's what I'm going to be exploring
1: in the show. Um, it's I mean, it's going to be our stuff. I'm going to be talking about some things. Uh, there's going to be some sandwiches in it. Uh, it's going to be great. It's a proper stand up show. I'm really excited to say some new things out. There might be some things. Uh, that I never say again, but that's the excited yeah. about doing a work in progress. It's, it's at Manhattan 34, which is like it a lovely It's literally office. right, but, well, right in front of us. Yeah, yes. yeah. it's a lovely little cocktail bar. Uh, the venue's great. It's a really cool place to hang out and uh, maybe listen to my thoughts and my feelings. I'm really looking forward to hearing some
3: new content. Thank I've... you. <laughs> Cheers. Good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rosie, what, what can we expect from your show as well?
2: Um, yeah, so My vagina is Priceless. Um, it's my first show full of entirely original songs. Um, so I'm really excited about it. As a singer, which I do do full-time professionally, I'm very lucky like that. Um, at some point you want to be doing your own original content and the advice is always to write what you know about. So that's what I've done. And what better writing partner than My Vagina itself? <laughs> um, so we've been through exactly the same thing. Things, but we're seeing it from a completely different angle. Um, it covers everything from my urinary incontinence to why I got engaged. Um, so it's quite a story. Congrats. It definitely covers a lot of different subjects. Um, it's very cabaret variety type of comedy, and um, it's very high-energy, vibrant, and a little bit passive-aggressive, just like
3: me. Sounds great. (laughs)
0: Like, completely original songs. That must have been quite hard to write.
2: Yeah, so I have a co-writer mm. called Douglas Price, who's Canadian, so we've done everything kind of remotely. Um, he's a really awesome guy. He was musical director for my two previous shows. Um, and I love facts and statistics, so I have a little bit of fun with like Google and searching when you're in a panic, which is usually why we do that in yeah. our health, when our health <laughs> goes <to> take a <laughs> sideways turn. Um, so, yeah, it has that kind of element to it where um, I'm taking a subject that can be a little bit dark, but just making it really light-hearted, which I think is always fun.
0: Sick, yeah. Um, well, we will have a little bit of a teaser later on the show where Rosie will
3: be singing live for us.
2: Yeah, we'll. Yeah, so I'm
3: excited for that. Yeah, we'll be. That's that coming up in two more features. Yeah. Through, so you're gonna have to stick around and wait for that. Do we have
0: any more jokes? i hope not i hope not i, <laughs> not, I hope
3: really not from it can't it can't be an hour of my mum just showing jokes on my radio that's i really wish
2: it was because <laughs> i've been enjoying it so far
3: she should get a venue is there any more outfit
4: uh why did the chicken go to the seance oh uh, why to get to the other side nice that's oh that's,
2: all right yeah that's bad that's we really bad. needed like the cricket's
4: hotkeys especially. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should have got, like a tumbleweed or Where's something the tumble-
3: like that? Yeah. But the vote so far on Twitter has got 100% absolutely. There we go. What did I tell you? Yeah. Well, I had to actually vote on it to actually check, so I feel <laughs> bad that I had to click that one. I clicked the wrong one. So. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Tapping Thursday
4: on Demon FM. The time is currently 33 past one. Um, so we're joined by Marguerite from Witness Dance Group witness 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 sorry <laughs> I tried my best <laughs> <laughs> that'll
5: do so
4: if you could tell us a little bit about uh, what the group's about
5: well, actually, just to correct you there, I'm, I'm not part of a group. <laughs> I'm a solo dance solo artist, right. yes. Um, uh, the Witness is the name of the dance world that I'm working All on, right. yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there you go.
0: And uh, what time are you on at today?
5: I'm performing at 3 p.m.
0: At 3 p.m. at the LCB depot. That's yes. right. Yes. So, um, if you're around, especially after the show, may as well come down and watch.
5: Yes, it's free yeah. entrance. <laughs>
0: so, do you want to tell us a little bit about your... Uh, dance. What will you be doing?
5: Yes, it um, comes out of my PhD research, and um, I'm, a, I'm a dance artist researcher at De Montfort nice. University. Um, and the idea is, it comes from, I, I'm developing a group of scores called Withness scores. Um, they are a bit of a play on the idea of witnessing. Okay. Um, and it's kind of encouraging people to be with the, the material. Oh, rather than yeah. just visually seeing it in a very kind of objective or subjective way, it's kind of uh, a more embodied idea of um, being a part of a dance performance as a withness rather than that's seeing sick. it.
0: That's sick. That's very clever. I like that. <laughs> thank
5: you.
0: Yeah. Um, that is very clever. <laughs> I really do like the name. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think that's all we've got time for, but thank you very much for joining us. Look thank forward you. to seeing your work.
5: Thank you very um, much. And that
0: is 3pm at the LCB Depot. Cool. So don't miss out on that.
5: Great. Thank, Thank you. you.
0: Thank you very much. So back to our comedians. Right. I want to ask you, what do you think about cancel culture?
1: Uh, you take this one, Rosie. is <laughs> <laughs> <I just>, uh, <laughs> uh, um. like can of worms everywhere. Just uh, open it
5: up.
2: Oh, Lord. Um, Lord it's kind of my aim to be cancelled if I'm on it no not (laughs) Um, obviously not Um, I think it's a really it obviously is a very very sensitive subject and I think that um, in my opinion um, you are creating art of some form whether it's stand up or whatever to bring whatever your point of view is across Mm. Um, and I don't want it to be diminished too much. Like it's I think um some of my favourite comedians like Dave Chappelle, for example, someone yeah. who's always been putting a point across. And if you see all of their work, you can really give a good point of view and judgement on that. Um it's a really tough one, isn't it? it? Is delve into. Really. Um I I think that I want to do original material to share my own stories and my point of view on that. And I think it is important to be as aware of what the complications might be um, and be responsible for it. And just be fully researched when you're sharing your opinions. That's a very good point. As well. If you can show both sides of the point of view, always better in in your art like good idea Um, but you should be aware before you're taking a project on like really how you feel about it and what your approach is as well especially if it's something
0: of course like everyone's entitled to their own opinions and if they're offended to something they have the right to be so but um we're doing some research and like we found a few comedians obviously their work is within potentially offending people Um, that's never the intention um, but like i mean,
2: hopefully yeah hopefully <laughs> yeah
0: Dawn French said like cancel culture is imaginatively restricted, like you said and it's like quite a lot of comedians are feeling pressure now because um, like I'll take um, have you heard of Adam Rowe uh-huh. he's i he's, I've seen him a lot on TikTok he's Scouser. Scouse comedian yeah mm. um, he did a catfishing joke on his podcast I won't go into it because it can be quite sensitive but essentially he had a personal um, connection with the joke he was saying, and he, his podcast almost got removed off TikTok. People were cancelling left, right, and center. And he's like, because people were saying, Oh, you're not related to it in any way. The fact that he was, and he got so attacked for it, it was he, he felt like he was almost out of his depth. He was like, What's going on here? And sort of like,
1: Yeah, cancel Culture is just really interesting to me. Do you what, have any? What's your take on yeah, it? Yeah, I, Do you have any views? I, I don't think it exists. I don't. I don't I believe agree. it at all. I yeah. think so I often. I think that. when people talk about cancel culture, what they actually mean is consequences. Yeah. Mm. I think like
2: <laughs> yeah, freedom sorry. of speech is a
1: really really important thing. I just, yeah, like, I believe, I um, and I think we should hear from people whose views we disagree with or whatever. But I think so often when I see like people whining about it, and particularly in the comedy world, it's always like, oh well, I, I said this joke, and then people got upset about it and then you hear the joke and it always sucks. It always sucks. Yes. It's never <laughs> yeah. to make good. if it was good people would laugh at it. There are so many great comics out there who have said things that could potentially be offensive or out of context could be offensive but within the what they're doing and like so many acts that you wouldn't expect like Mitchell we're blacked up but in the context of it it's mm-hmm. fine. If they're like walking out and making fun of ethnic minorities then that's not cool but in context of King, I think there are definitely there are people out there who are like excited to be offended by something I think there's definitely an industry where people can almost mm. like make money out of getting stuff like that but so often I see people say they've been cancelled and their career is doing better than ever like mm-hmm. I've been yeah. cancelled read all about it in my column in the Times it's like, <laughs> oh. yeah. like it seems to be through obviously bonkers and I feel like if you say something on stage You've got to be prepared to defend it. I've said some stuff on stage that, uh, in the past um, that we like. I had a show where I pretend to be Chinese, right? On paper, <laughs> that sounds horrendous. Within the context of it, it really, really worked. And I would always thought to myself, am I happy saying this or happy doing this? Mm. Uh, and if I felt like I could explain it, if anybody queried it and I would still be happy with it, um, then, then cool. And I think people comedy isn't just a license to just say whatever you want all the yeah. time and expect there to not be a reaction to it. I love that,
0: yeah, makes a lot of sense
4: Yeah, and I feel like the only person that can cancel you is yourself mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, it, if you accept all the people bombarding you with hate and stuff then you can let it, you can let it consume you and then that's when you become cancelled If you just override it
2: comedy's very diverse put, it like, is yeah, not, so. not, not everyone's going to find funny. Well.
1: <laughs> <like> it funny it's subjective it should be in, like Wilkinson's or like a print of like the only person who can cancel you <laughs> <Yes>. is
5: yourself sex
1: <laughs> <laughs> life live laugh love and in, like, in this house it's o'clock or whatever but I
0: like
5: the sentiment <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 we are still in the LCB depot um, with our comedians Alex Hilton and Rosie Sings Rosie I want to hear your song. Hey.
2: <laughs> oh, you hear I song? want more of a teaser
0: about what I can hear later tonight.
2: Um, yeah, so um, this next song is actually just the opening to the show. It's a fabulous song called Fabulous. <laughs> stage left wings shy and quiet as a mouse is tonight the night she finally sings to a quiet sentimental house? the stage is set it's almost eight but a figure enters from stage right well that's me, sorry babes you'll have to wait tonight it's Rosie's Out the door Frustrated, so sorry Alex, that's the show. Rosie's here to make your day with stories about her for JJ and see the world as it passes through my rosy-coloured glasses. Tonight's for you, me, he sings, and this evening you will hear some fun facts about me, my love life, and some random facts I found out on the tinsel web. It is my promise to you to be unconditionally, unapologetically, well me, if that's alright with you guys. Oh, you guys. Especially Alex, please just call me Of all the shows you came to mind And for that I think that you're sublime So get all nice and cosy Cos literally everything's coming up, Rosie Tonight's for you, me, and...
0: Ridiculously good. Hey. What?
2: Thanks. Yeah, that I really live, can't think by that. By the way, guys, that I was live here. Yeah, that's, that that's
1: outrageous. I, that, <laughs> I thought I was listening to that on Spotify. Like, that was so seamless. What? Was seamless. <laughs> oh,
2: please, control yourself. I think what people
1: at home probably can't. Realised the benefit of despite the, the sick burns on myself which you <laughs> talking i started so seeing you blushing what made that so impressive was A we are in like a working cafe and you started and people looked around and then you really hit that sort of like, that main chorus and people were like is this a flash mob that has to make it up <laughs> is
2: this but somebody's is- wedding what's yeah. happening
1: someone proposing
2: yeah yeah, yeah I know. Like yeah. someone getting married now. I just
0: love how Alex is sat there and suddenly he's just getting attacked
3: <laughs> 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 poor man I call
2: it more of an invitation than an attack. Person, oh, you know
3: <laughs> I, I, I can't sing in the car ever again. It, I always feel like my vocals are good whenever I'm in the car, like going to my tunes. But <laughs> Babe, if, you're, <laughs> nah. if you're
2: on your own in the car, be whoever you want. No, you That's know what I do.
3: I have the music
0: on, and if my passenger's belting it out, turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> just
3: sound like a dying cat all of a sudden. Oh. This is Lesser's student sound.
5: Demon FM.
3: Hello and welcome back to Thursday Tappin. We are back with Rosie Sings and Alex Hilton. I just want to ask you, who inspired you to be a com- comedian or into comedy in general?
2: It was more like I failed at other stuff, so... <laughs> um, I was... I was with an ex and, he, and in, um, at the stand in... Uh, in Scotland at both Glasgow and in Edinburgh they have something called Red Raw where you can apply and just like you know give it a shot it's like a, a spectrum so you could be like trying out new material or you can be completely brand new oh, that's it. yeah and um, I'd seen it advertised and I was like oh that looks good and my ex was like ha 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 like laughed at me mm. so I was like I will do it then
5: <laughs> yeah. and um,
2: prove yeah and I <laughs> um, I just wanted to give it a try and um, so I'd kind of just tried it first not because I wanted to career at it and that's why I'm very much like cabaret as opposed to to stand-up but I I, I kind of get it more inspiration from my peers really because just like fellow people um, in particular nights because they'll be bringing their point of view or um, they'll just take something that you just never even thought could be done as opposed to trying to follow someone's particular career path or something I think I'm just still trying to figure it out like what I actually want to get paid to do Yeah. Um, but there are people like Christina Bianco who's a famous cabaret performer known for impressions I don't do impressions because I'm like terrible at any accent or anything else um, so I, te- I might take like an element of her show that's like structure or something put it into mine and then I've already mentioned Dave Chappelle who I think is like phenomenal Um, and seeing him live was something I really enjoyed he came to Leicester Square Theatre Um, yeah it was um, beautifully expensive but like well (laughs) worth the money Um, so I, I mean they're total polar opposites of comedy but they just merge you know it's like taking bits from different people and implementing it trying to make just what I can do yeah. the best mm. I can possible um, yeah that's kind of my approach to it really a kind of I accident sorry no that's fine <laughs> yeah, you started I
0: comedy
1: 17, oh, 18 years old yeah, yeah, yeah. quickly yeah. what sort of inspired you or was that I, th- I think because I just watched so much comedy So there was like yeah. no one person but I, th- I got where i grew up stafford it was quite a small town i got a comedy club about 14 like a purpose-built like comedians like every single week like three or four nights a week and i would go as often as i could so like twice a week and i'd like keep a little notepad of all the shows that i'd seen then when i'd seen who i thought was good and so on um but i remember the, the, the very very first time i went i saw a headline act called patrick Monahan, who's great he's like a irish iranian comedian uh, but he's very loose and uh, i remember sitting there going like it's just a guy talking it's just a bloke telling stories. <laughs> and he gets to do that for a job. And I was, I was so fascinated by the idea of it. And I love that with comedy, you can never really prove uh, that it's going well. And you know, you can't prove it's going badly either, yeah. which is great for a no refunds policy. But it's like, um, <laughs> it, it, I, I just, I like the fact that it's all on edge and you never really know what's going to happen. And I thought that seems so cool to do that as a job. And it seems like uh, rock and roll, people who can't, can't do music. Yeah. Uh, which is why I don't like people like Rosie, who can do both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no
4: props. But sort of, yeah. Alfie, yeah, I am um, also wanted to ask: have you ever died on stage? Like, have you had like,
1: a proper big flop? Yeah, loads of times. Yeah, absolutely loads How of times. How does tabs. that feel? Um, it feels horrible. It's, it's awful. Mm. It's like a room full of people rejecting you. I mean, I, I had a really, 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 really bad one uh, quite early on. I was in Birmingham. There's about 200 people at a club. It was a big weekend club. Like, you've got to be a top, top of your game to play mm. there. And I got booked for it way too soon. Uh, and i remember about a group of people chanting a very naughty word that begins with c go big with the lads literally just like bang 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 oh, bang nice. bang and uh I, I was on stage for about a minute and afterwards i just went i think everybody wants me to leave <laughs> and it was like aston diller had scored
2: like the roof <laughs> came off this building
1: like the roar and i walked uh I, I, i'm walking through the car park be like oh, i don't think i'm ever gonna do comedy again like I'm, i it was horrible I'm not gonna do that again I and mean, then my phone rang between leaving the venue and the car and it was somebody who uh, had Rufus Hound you know Rufus Hound's kind of like big sort of comic mm-hmm. in the like 90s noughties was doing a show just outside Leicester and the woman who was organising it said do you want to do the open for Rufus Hound I heard you're really good so I thought well, okay I'll do that then and then that will be my last ever gig and that went really well and it was fine I think you have got except sometimes it's not gonna go well yeah
3: yeah. That's, that's, that's inspiring in a way, though. Of the fact that you were almost cut everything off and then one little thing happened to you and then you thought, oh, let's just carry on. It so often is again. like that. The yeah. minute you're yeah. like, I'm
2: never going to do this again, this is horrific, you, you get a like call a that you didn't expect. Like, and then it draws you back in and you're like, God damn it. Yeah. Life's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that,
3: weird like that, isn't it? It always yeah. draws you back into stuff that you were like,
1: nah.
2: <laughs> get suckered back in. I mean,
1: it, it hasn't happened for a really long time. I think obviously you get better and you sort of learn what you could have done wrong. But I also sort of, a little bit me feels like, I'll do one. I'm real. I'm real. Do a deaf I'm real. Do <laughs> dying on my backside. So tonight at Manhattan Thirty Four, <laughs>
2: it's
1: nine o'clock. It's pay what you want. It's going to be just stare at me till I cry. Let's get it out together as a team. Do you think you say like obviously your successes sort of change your
0: mindset? So if you do have a bad show, it's like you don't you see it, you perceive it differently than
1: you would have when you first started.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like, like yeah, absolutely. Like well, I,
1: I know that I can do it. Like, yeah, like, it's my job now. Like I yeah. know I can do it. So if I ever like make a mistake and mess up and it goes badly, ninety percent of the time it would be my fault, not like an audience or whatever. It's always, it, always always your fault. If it ever um, happens, it hasn't happened for a while, but you kind of like I know I can do it, do you know what I mean? Like if you if you trip down a flight of stairs, you don't be like, "Oh, well, I can't walk now." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It was so bad, I yeah. was awful. Uh, but if you trip over, you don't be like, "Well, I can't walk." You just get yourself up again and you carry on walking. You know, yeah.
2: Too. Ideally, you've got a gig really soon afterwards, and you just you just immediately move on, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And I think that is about all we have time for. A massive thank you to both of you for coming along to the show. Thank it's been brilliant. Um, so yeah, you can go and see Alex tonight, Manhattan 34, 9 till 10 p.m. You can see Rosie upstairs at the Western, 7:30 till 8:30. And a big thank you to uh, Witness Dance uh, Performer for coming along. And uh, yeah, thank you very much, guys.
0: You enjoyed it. Yeah, Yeah. it's been great. Um, Don't forget, you can tune into the next Outer Mission show, Word on the Street tomorrow. Join Carolina and Leah on February the 24th for the last comedy festival outside broadcast live from Grey's Cafe in the LCB Depot. They're joined by special guests Alex Freak, and Kevin Daniel. Join them for a good laugh. That's Word on the Street, live from the Leicester Comedy Festival at grace Cafe in the LCP Depot at 1 pm on the 24th of February or listen live on demonfm.co.uk.
3: My <laughs> <Not> bad. <laughs> Thank you both for coming. I hope it's.
2: Thank you so much for having It's been so much <laughs> an an been really so fun. fun. It's been great. I've
3: been loving it. I'm just going to quickly check before we end uh, where the results were for that poll yeah. of whether my mum's funny or not. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, as we have, yes. My mum's funny, yes, 20%. Wow. 20%? Yes, absolutely, wow. 80 There we go, that's what Phenomenal. I like to hear. Big up your mum. 75 <laughs> people saw yes, it. <laughs> yes, yes mum. I'll, I'll be having words later. <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much for coming, and everyone, don't forget to go see these. Be best performers Leicester tonight I will be there I will there be there I'll we'll be cheering you on from the sidelines yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you so much
1: I could say this is like a real slick operation we do like student radio sometimes it can be uh, it can be a bit all over the shop. you guys are so pro yeah, doing awesome. it it's awesome thank you very thank much, you very much. It's thank
3: nice. you nice. we hope everyone's enjoyed listening to Tap In Thursday we do have another show coming up in March time we'll update you on our socials so yeah. at tap in on Instagram and on Twitter
0: make sure you follow us keep an eye out
3: Um, And yeah, the next show will be a studio show. Yeah, for the one last time of the year. But thank you very much for coming. That is out.